Hello, lovelies. Welcome to year three of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. If you're new to the show, please remember, back it up and see what you've been missing. Those of you who love it already, remember, I need you. I need you to like, to share, review, subscribe, and maybe even consider clicking that patron button. Let's grow our community so that we can grow and learn together. So my son asked me a really interesting question. He, out of nowhere, (laughs) we're sitting at the table after school, and he says, so is there something deeper than hell? I really thought that was deep. I mean, he knows what the truth is about hell. He knows what I believe and what probably almost every one of you listening to me today believes, or maybe will when I'm done. (laughs) Um, Hell is not a place we go. It's not some burning pit that we visit or move into after we leave our bodies. Hell is what we create right here on earth. When we're not aligned to our truth, when we don't have boundaries, when we are manifesting the effects of negative cause, you know, karma. And is there something deeper than hell? Yeah, for sure. Like we first touch hell when the universe is tired of whispering in our ears and it starts to cause us drama and chaos in hopes of waking us up and snapping us out of it. Does that hell get deeper and deeper as we go? Yeah. I mean, if you can't listen, the universe is going to make it as messy and, you know, quote unquote, hot as it has to. Amazing, right? We keep repeating the same mistakes. We do get to deeper and deeper layers of hell. Charles Fillmore defined hell as outer darkness. He said it was a place of consuming and unquenchable desires. Yeah, place where we go, where we want things we don't have, and we are unwilling, not incapable. We are never incapable, right? You might not be capable of doing a cartwheel, but you're not incapable of changing your life and your circumstances that is something you can do but when you decide it is unquenchable that it cannot be done you will descend deeper and deeper into hell sometimes I talk to people who they really want me to put some kind of magic spell on them they want me to give them the magic answer to tell them who the person is that's holding them back the person holding you back is you and the longer you take to realize that yeah the deeper and deeper you will descend into the layers of hell right here on this planet, in this body, in this lifetime. So yeah, there is something deeper than hell. It got me thinking about Dante's Inferno. I don't know if everybody read this in school, but I read it in high school. And it got me thinking about what Dante called the circles of hell. Now, at first, when it popped into my head, I was thinking layers. And of course, I Googled it, and it's circles, but whatever. It makes sense. The circles are still layers. Think of it, a circle inside a circle inside a circle inside a circle. These are layers, right? It doesn't have to be layers descending downward. So I decided to Google what exactly the layers were because I thought that might be interesting since it was, after all, the very first thing that popped into my head. 
And I have to tell you, the things that he listed in that novel are absolutely 100% things that will throw you into hell. Not some place ruled by some devil, but a circumstance of life controlled by your own negativity and negative thinking. One of those layers that he listed, he called limbo. It's important to think about what limbo means. It is holding an uncertain position. It is delaying decisions. Limbo is a place where we just don't decide. We don't choose. If you've been listening to me very long, you know I am constantly saying the answer is choice, your choice. The answer to everything is what you choose. I just saw somebody last week who they have been feeling, literally the word she used was in limbo and it's all self-imposed. She feels like she's stuck between two homes, the boyfriend's home that she would love to move into and the home that she owns while she waits for her elderly dying mother to pass and she feels trapped between the two and she's going back and forth when what she needs to do is choose. We can choose. We have that power. I use her as an example, but this is true in all kinds of things, big and small. Do we choose to be all in to our marriage or to get out? Do we choose to be all in to our job instead of just bitching about it? Or do we get out? Do we choose to be all in as a parent? What do we choose? To be all into life? We should. What a miracle it is that your spirit chose to get inside this vehicle we call the human body and have this experience. Limbo is a place on earth we could call hell. What's another one? Lust. The place most of us go first is sexual lust and that's a thing but lust is also lusting for anything lusting, desiring, going after within ourselves, and yet it almost never includes action. Lust is just a mouth-watering, well, let's go back to what Charles Fillmore said, an unquenchable desire. It's kind of gross when you think about it. Another is gluttony. Just more and more and more for no reason, right? Hoarders, like the kind you see on TV, right? They have created hell around them. And it started as safety. But it doesn't stay that way. Gluttony, whether it's too much food, too much fear, too much stuff, too much anything. The rich and powerful who hoard millions of dollars that they could use to help other people. The child who hoards all of his candy when he could give a piece to his sister. Gluttony is hell, just like greed. Greed and gluttony are so much the same. We tend to go straight to eating when it comes to gluttony, but there's more than that. And it is a greed-based thing. I need it all for me. The underlying emotional place is different, right? 
Gluttony is more like, but what if there isn't any more? What if I run out? And greed is more like, it needs to be mine, nobody else's. Like the person who doesn't want to spend any quality time with their lover, but certainly doesn't want them to have any friends either. Greed, that selfish place where you're always fighting for more, that is unquenchable desire. That is hell. Anger is another on the list. (laughs) The only person that's burnt by your anger is you. You can scream and you can yell and they can choose to leave. And if they don't, guess what? That is their own hell that they created themselves called limbo. If you think anybody doesn't have the power to choose to get away from you, you're wrong. The next one, I actually had to Google. (laughs) It's hearsay. Hearsay is just being at odds with life. It is that thing I call perpetual discontent. It is a choice and even more likely a habit. Perpetual discontent is always looking at the negative, at the dark side instead of the light. It is saying that the end of a relationship is wasted time instead of a gift of a new beginning. It is being at odds with everything, right? It's winning a car and then being pissed off because you're going to have to pay taxes on it. Another is violence. It's pretty self-explanatory, though there are many kinds of violence. Physical violence, mental, emotional violence towards others, towards the self. Violence towards others will certainly put you in hell, but the violence to yourself, the lack of kindness, the lack of gentleness, respect, love, patience that you give to yourself will thrust you into dark, dark places. So yeah, that's hell too. And imagine that you're just layering each one on top of the other and falling deeper and deeper. If you think about each of these, they tend to go together, to be friends, to clamor together for their desire to be stronger, to be more, to save themselves, right? Like the bug on the surface of the water, scrambling for its life, these negative thoughts and actions, these negative beliefs and points of view, these negative desires have a tendency to fight for their lives. And so they struggle and they scramble and they get our attention but we shouldn't let them. Imagine you are sitting with a committee of 10. These can be the voices in your head or literally imagine sitting at a table with your committee of 10 and nine of them are agreeing as loud as they can. They are telling you that one thing is true and right, and it is all that there can be. And yet, as you look at each of them individually, they are sourced from nothing. Imagine this as people. This one has no family life. This one is sick. This one is 
uneducated. And when I say uneducated, I don't mean college and things like that. I mean, they literally have no basis from which to pull their opinion. And the nine of them are loud and they are very convincing. And then you look across the table and there's the wise one sitting calmly and smiling and saying, none of this is true. And you have the choice to take her hand and leave the darkness behind or to stay in hell at odds with the life that's truly calling you, listening to the hypocrisy and darkness of this jury of peers that has done nothing to earn your respect. Let's not be at odds with life. Let's follow the light. Even if it's only 10%, the universe supports the light, right? Go with it. Leave behind these nine. Leave them behind in the dust. There are two more layers that Dante talks about. Fraud is one. Fraud, of course, is all the legal stuff that you think about. But when I hear the word fraud and I think about it taking me to hell, the thing that I think about is hypocrisy. You've heard me say it before. No hypocrites allowed. Be exactly who you say you are and don't say you're something that you're not. Live the life that you know is meant for you and the universe will support it. The universe will lift you up from hell to heaven. What is heaven? It is when we live in life supported by the truth of who we are. What Charles Fillmore said was that it's a state of consciousness in which the soul and the body are in harmony with divine mind. Beloved, that's the Holy Trinity. Mind, body, and spirit aligned. When you are there, none of these other characteristics or anything like them have a chance in your world. And you are lifted into this state of heaven where everything works together for a reason and you see it and you know and you learn and you grow it every minute. What's the last one that Dante listed? Treachery. Treachery is the betrayal of trust. It is deceptive action. There are a few things worse than the betrayal of trust. Being someone who betrays the trust of another, yes, that's hell, but let's talk about the person who's been betrayed. The person who has been betrayed often adapts many of these other characteristics and they are thrown into a pit of hell of their own design, but because they were kicked off the edge by someone else. When we have been betrayed, we enter limbo. We become uncertain. We start to hang on to things out of fear, out of anger and greed, and we become at odds with life. And from that place, we are often violent to ourselves, mentally, emotionally, sometimes physically. And then all too often, we walk through the world as a fraud, pretending that this isn't tearing us apart. 
perhaps this, caused by the treachery of another or, good Lord, any number of things. Perhaps this is the deepest, darkest place in hell. The place where we can no longer see a glimpse of the light at all. A place we can lift ourselves out of. And we could have avoided in the first place if we had known better. But guess what? We know better now. We know better now. There is no limbo. There is choice. Make a choice. Flip a coin. Right? The coin doesn't have to decide. You see heads, you think, oh shit, you do tails instead. But it will get you at your gut reaction. If you find yourself gluttonous or greedy, you will hear that voice in your head that says, why, why am I doing this? We can listen to that. When we are angry, we can look for what anger hides. Anger hides true emotion. When we are perpetually discontent, we change that habit the same way we change that voice that is violent to self within the head, right? Affirmations, seeking guidance from others. Chattering monkeys, right? We can deal with the chattering monkeys. If you haven't been listening long enough to know what I'm talking about, there's an early episode, I think in the first 10, about what I call the chattering monkeys. That's all the poison in our heads, right? If you are in hell because you've been pretending to be something that you're not, whether it's something as concrete as not telling your family you're gay or something as abstract as not being honest about (laughs) anything, you can stop that this instant. You can just stop. The first time you catch yourself playing that game, You might catch yourself in the middle or it might be afterwards. Like, oh shit, I did it again, (laughs) right? But we persist. Persistence lights the path to heaven. And if you are someone who has betrayed others, betrayed their trust, you stop that too. You go tell them the truth and you don't repeat the lies again. You tell someone, I'm sorry that I've been this person. I want to be different. Or you release them from your life. How many people do we greedy, greedily, with gluttony and lust hold on to? Then what we should do is give them the gift of their freedom. Perhaps that is your layer of hell. Or maybe yours has a totally different name. Maybe that place of consuming and unquenchable desire is something completely out of this conversation. But beloved, if you are living in a place that you don't feel aligned to your truth, that you don't feel proud to be who you are, that doesn't mean you're going to like it every day. That doesn't mean there aren't going to be days you want to crawl in bed and knock it out. That doesn't mean there's going to be days that you, or there won't be days that you aren't angry with your spouse or your kids or your job or yourself or whatever. This is life. It is not going to be easy every day, but we do not have to reside in hell. That is not necessary. In fact, quite the opposite is. So what's the goal? 
the goal is heaven. The goal is that state in which the soul and the body are in harmony with divine mind. Remember, beloved, that's the Holy Trinity, body, mind, and spirit. And we are well aware when we betray this. We are honest with ourselves. If we listen to the still, small voice within that is trying its damnedest to keep us out of hell, we respond from there fearlessly. We don't let anyone, not a single person, not even the committee of nine, keep us from holding the hand of our higher self, the one in the room that is leading us to the light. You have permission to align with your joy and your good, even if others don't like it. You have permission to ascend from hell and never go back. And it is your right, your birthright, as a child of the universe, to achieve that perfect state of heaven here on earth, the body, mind, and soul, all combined, harmonious, living human life. Some days will still be hard, but you will learn and grow every step of the way. Until next time, beloved, namaste. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. It is my privilege to have your ear and your time. Come out, find me on social media, visit one of my seminars, book an educational session. However it is that I can support you, I'm here. Remember, beloved, there's a little brunette with a podcast who's got your back.